Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. What's up? People. People. What's up, bitches? <laughs> What's up, fuckers? We're back. We're back. We're back with the podcast today. We're taking a lot of long weekends in the summer. I think we already explained that last week, but in case you missed it, don't expect Monday podcasts until uh, after September. Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's funny, actually, because you say long weekend and you did have a long weekend. I worked harder this weekend than I do most weekends. It was insane. I've got this uh, lacrosse league that I'm the president of because I have a hard time saying no. And I have a lacrosse event that I'm running called the All Canada Games, again, because I have a hard time saying no. And it occupies more of my time than my job does. It's fucking crazy, Kat. And a couple of quick takeaways here. Number one, it is remarkable how many people do not read their emails. You know, I can send out a big detailed email that says where to go and when to be there and blah, blah, blah. And inevitably, I will get a half a dozen emails from people who ask, where they should go, and when they should be there. <laughs> it drives me batshit crazy. Uh, Fucking nuts. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that season is coming to an end, which is good. We're halfway there. You were down in the falls this weekend. I did it. I did it, and it felt good. Yes, I went to uh, Niagara Falls. I stayed over in Niagara Falls, and it was the closest thing to normal I've done in a year and a half. Like, everything about it. The, what I saw, uh, what I heard... Uh, the feeling, it was, I, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it's seriously been that long since I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of people in one spot. And there were, by the way, if you're wondering what it's like in the falls, perhaps you're thinking about taking your, your family or going with friends or whatever. Let me just tell you exactly what goes down on these weekends in the falls. Yeah. Cause I'm dying to know. So packed. Absolutely packed with people. Um, very happy, which is great. A lot of family vacations. I saw a ton of people out with their with their kids, um, enjoying the attractions. All of the attractions, for the most part, are open. The casinos there don't open until the 23rd. If you're really itching for the casino, I'm going to tell you a little tip about that, too, coming up in a sec. But otherwise, everything's open. If you are not a patient person, but you want to do everything that there is to do at the falls then you're going to hate your fucking life because there's a lineup for everything, Scott. Everything is a massive line. So if you wanted to do like the Speedway, which looks super cool, uh, the mini golf booked up real solid, lineups for everything. It's going to take a long time before you get through into any of those when it's a busy weekend in the falls, in the summer. That's what I saw was lineups everywhere. But yeah, there were thousands of people in one spot. It was cool to see like live music again. There were lots of bands playing which, holy shit, it's been a minute since I've seen that. Uh, very, very cool. Okay, I mean, that's good. Uh, what's funny is you, you get the government who completely condones this. They say it's totally fine. They wanted this. But then they go on TV and say, no, 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 wear your fucking mask and get yeah. vaccinated. You know, it's just such a contradiction between what's actually happening on the ground. 
I don't know if the people, uh, the king and queen there, Doug and Christine, are are sitting there at Queens Park thinking people are sticking to the rules, or if they just know. People are gathered, they're close together, and they're just hoping for the best. I I can't quite figure out what it is. There's a good mix of people, I'd say, that wore their masks, for example, while I was there. I personally chose to wear it while I was walking through the street, but that's because we couldn't keep six feet apart from everybody. Mm -hmm. That's how many people there were. The sidewalk wasn't big enough. There were, it was absolutely insane. So I kept my mask on while I was walking through for the streets. Obviously, if you're indoors somewhere, you got to wear your mask anyway. Um, but dining, I think we most, most people know, you know, if you're, if you're dining outside, which their patios were all extended and which was lovely to see a lot of people outside, no one's wearing their masks on the patios really. So if you're not comfortable with that, simply do not go. You're not ready for it yet then. You're not there yet. Some people were some people were extremely happy to be out. Um, some people really, really happy. I was at the so I was at the lobby I was at the lobby bar. Couple of, right. couple of times. But, I love the lobby bar yeah. in any hotel. I went for a nightcap. Okay, so this is after we did we already had dinner. We we did a couple of things and walked around and came back for a nightcap. It had to be like Were you loaded, by the way? Um, yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah, I was like not super loaded, but yeah, I had, honestly, by the time I sat down for a nightcap, that's the most loaded I was because I had a couple drinks in a row. Otherwise I had a drink, walked to, walked around, you know what I mean? Sat down, had a drink somewhere else. I went to three different places because I didn't have kids. Fuck right. Um, so I, we sat down for a nightcap. We had a few drinks there at the lobby bar and I'm pretty sure I might have. Unless she was just an enthusiast of the night, I might have seen a woman of the evening. You know what I mean? Really? I don't know if it was a hooker. Like, I'm not going to say it was for sure, but we were we were watching this girl because you couldn't really, you couldn't look away. Um, she was not wearing very much clothes. And so we were kind of, you know, giggling at her dancing by herself on the dance floor of this place. So Dancing in a lobby bar? That seems like a weird flex. It is. It most certainly was. That's why she caught people's attention, I think. She was the only one dancing. So she walks over to an older gentleman at the bar, which is why which is why I'm starting to piece things together, right? Because I'm not one to assume anything. I understand that there are couples of all kinds of different, you know, shapes, sizes, ages. Fine, great, love it. This was different. So she, she was walking over and talking to a group of guys over on one side, she did get drinks from an older gentleman that was sitting at the bar. And when I say older, I mean older than her. My guess is she's got to be like 21, 22 years old. This man was probably like 50, 55 years old. And they're chatting it up. He's definitely bought her a couple of drinks. She's fucking slammed at this point. So he's trying to lube her up a little bit and hopefully take her upstairs. 100%. But I don't know about upstairs because they started to walk outside. So they leave the lobby bar and they start to walk down the sidewalk together. Arm in arm, not holding hands. It didn't seem like a couple scenario, just arm in arm. She's singing and dancing along to the music. And by the way, you know, when I, I've never seen anyone twerk to Sweet Caroline until this moment. Um, She got right down. She got right (laughs) down on it. Like, just like giving her. Uh, Everyone on the patio at this point was like watching, couldn't stop watching. It was our entertainment and we were all laughing. And she was having a good time with it, right? She was, like, telling everyone to sing and whatever. We're, we're all in on the joke together at the same time. But at a certain moment, the guy's like, okay, let's keep moving. My guess is it wasn't his hotel. He's got something else going down the road. So I'm telling my husband, like, keep, like, watch this. Like, he's trying to get her to keep moving. 
like, let's go, right? But she's staying and talking. There's a group of girls that's also dancing randomly in the street. And so she starts talking to them. And I'm like, I think it's because she knows. Like, she she got what she wanted from him. She just wanted some free shit. She doesn't want to, she's not a, actually a hooker. She just wanted some free drinks. That's all she wanted, right? So he's, like, getting pissed, you could tell, because she's stopping to talk to these these women. Eventually, he gave up, literally did the I give up hand movement, you know, like the forget you, right? And comes walking the street. So then a a group of another guys comes walking the street. She runs over to them, starts trying to get drinks from them. So anyway, yeah, it's been a minute since I've had entertainment like that. So that part was good. I haven't been to the club in a while. So that kind of entertainment was just fantastic. All in all, though, holy shit, Scott, it is expensive to go out. Well, that's not news. I mean, I think we all assumed that. But we forgot, didn't we? At least I did. See, I don't dine out often. I don't dine out often. I'm happy to be home and pour my own drinks. I don't I do not do that often. So for me to, you know, have a couple of Ryan diets and then get a bill for like $62, fuck. Like, I forgot. So it was a nice little treat, but, oh, man, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that again and again and again. But anyway, it was it was very, very entertaining. Um now, when it comes to the casinos, because I had so many DMs about the casino. And and where'd you go? I thought it wasn't open. Yeah, the Falls View ones are open on the 23rd. So they're open soon, but they're not open yet. And going into the Elements Casinos, which you can do, um, that's your, you know, your Woodbine is is there open. What is it? Mohawk is what I went to, for example. Oh, Bradford Casino. So those are all open. But keep in mind, it is not the same. It is not the same. So I lined up and it took me about an hour to get in. An hour? You waited an hour to get in anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have kids. I don't like, it was my time away. So I'm, I'm just, I don't care. So any other time in my life, I never wait for anything. So this was my time to wait for things. I was cool with it. So, and it was a nice day on Sunday. So I waited outside. It was about an hour. And the thing with waiting outside of a casino is they're not, it's not like you have a time limit when you're in there guys. So keep in mind, if you're waiting in line in a casino, they can't give you an estimate even. You know, if they could tell you maybe it'll take an hour, it could take two because it all depends on what's happening inside the casino. So if someone's ha- having a hot streak or a bunch of people are or they don't want to leave anyway, they're not leaving. Or they're just a degenerate gambler. <laughs> they're just a degenerate gambler, yes. Or they're like, uh, you know, the hooker bitch. They just wanted to get uh, some free drinks. You know, whatever. You don't know what's going on inside there and you can't guarantee anyone's going to come out to allow you to go in. So keep that in mind. If you're not a patient person, don't go. Once you're inside, it's different too, Scott. I mean... Holy shit. There were, I think, one every six games slots were available. Wow. All the other ones they shut down. Um, So that's fine if you're not picky, right? Like for me, I'm not picky. I'll do any slot machine just for fun for a while. So did a couple of slot machines. There's partitions where they have to put partitions up, but otherwise they'll just shut down most of like a full bank of of, uh, slots minus one. So you can only use that one slot machine in that row, which will help with social distancing. So the ABMs, though, were rusty. Like, I'm, when I say that, I mean they were shut down. Like, you couldn't take money out except for from one machine. So the cashiers were busy as hell from people giving their tickets back because those ABM machines were, like, 90% not functioning. So I have a feeling that had to do with them, you know, booting everything up for the first time. It's been a while. Some of the slot machines weren't working, too. So I have a feeling that people, the staff, God bless the staff that works there because they were frustrated yeah absolutely because they had to deal with the people who are frustrated and when they can't really do anything about the fact that the slot machine just malfunctioned so not a lot of fun really when it comes to that but if you're just looking for a quick little getaway feel a little bit of normalcy for a moment it was nice 
it was nice. I, I would still recommend going if you want to, as long as you're a patient person. I'm still uh, kind of fascinated by this hooker uh, tweaking to Sweet Caroline. <laughs> Touching hands. <laughs> Picking up. <laughs> reaching out. Stealing your money. Touching me. Touching you. Um, That's fun. <laughs> the That's other, fun. the other great person that was strolling down the street too, because you forget about shit like this, right? It's been so long, you forget about that shit like this happens. There's a guy. <laughs> this guy apparently is like a, he's a regular in the on the strip and around the area, but he was just walking around in a banana costume and holding up a sign. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I ask him, hey, what the fuck is this? Why are you in a banana costume? And he's got a sign that says, <laughs> that says, box the banana. And he, and he walks around with boxing gloves. And literally, oh. he just he just wants to know if you want to box a banana. <laughs> and you can box him. It's the stupidest shit I've ever seen, but it made me laugh. So between, between hooker bitch, that's probably not actually a hooker. I don't know for sure. And the banana guy, man, oh man, I forget what shit like that. It's reminding me of a, a little bit of Vegas. And it's that was a nice feeling. Why on earth is the Niagara Falls casinos not open yet? It probably, Scott, has everything to do with what I witnessed. I don't blame them after I saw what I saw at the Elements Casinos. That was probably a short amount of time, short notice for them to get everything up and running and moved around, and physically they moved slot machines. Like there's a pile of slot machines in one quarter of the casino. They had to do that real quick, right? And to get people back in after they haven't been working for a long time probably trained on things and to reboot and make sure everything's testing right. It's probably for the best guys. If you're upset about it, no, just go, go when everything's actually booted up and working because if the elements was that fucked and it's a much, 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 much smaller spot, then those larger casinos would have been screwed. Your lineups would have been ridiculous and they do have to go out of their way to shut down the slot machines. I'm sure there's some kind of a testing technically that has to happen between the machines. I would assume, but what do I know? I, I hope so. Making sure there's paper in all of them. You know, like all of those little things, they add up to a lot of time. So they probably want to make sure every, when it runs, it runs smooth and not a kind of a gong show like I experienced. Wow. Uh, speaking of Niagara, a months-long inspection of marine land by Ontario's animal welfare watchdog found that marine mammals at the tourist attraction in Niagara Falls were in distress due to poor water quality. Mm. The inspection launched earlier this year by the Animal Welfare Services Board is still ongoing, but the Canadian press has learned that inspectors issued two orders on May 10th for marine land to repair the water system in the pools that house the beluga whales, dolphins, walruses, sea lions, and one killer whale. Marineland appealed the order May 18th and denied the animals were in distress and argued that inspectors did not have the expertise to evaluate marine mammals. But what? then Marineland withdrew the appeal the day before it was supposed to have a hearing. Who goes to Marineland, takes a look at the belugas and the killer whales and the sea lions and thinks, oh yeah, just like home, just like being in the ocean. That looks great. They're probably happy as a pig in shit. Yeah. Why do they they don't look happy at all. They sh- why do they shut that place down? Like, just shut that place down. No? Seriously. You know, Kat, I'm starting to think the same thing. And I understand the argument. Well, at this point, 
Maybe we shouldn't bring in new animals, but we also can't take the ones we've got and release them back into the wild because they'll never survive. They're used to being fed fish every fucking day if they can, I don't know, dive through a hula hoop or whatever. So I get that, but I mean, guys, I'm sorry to say, the days of having a, a marine feature like that are over. At least if you go to somewhere like the African Lion Safari. And I'm not necessarily in favor or opposed to zoos, but at least if you go to somewhere like the Lion Safari a few months a year, you can make it feel like the African savanna for the lions. There's no way you can take a fucking pool and make it feel like the ocean. There's no way you can do that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand why we think it's okay to do that to animals. It's crazy to me. Yeah. But yeah. they are perpetually in shit constantly being investigated and when they say everyone loves marine land uh, maybe everyone does but nobody asks the, the whales or <laughs> the dolphins they don't even use you notice they don't even use that jingle anymore hey, i think everyone. it's because it's ironic like no one fucking does you're like in the in the press for bad reasons all the time every year mm-hmm. yep. it's not good yeah it, it's never marine lands in the news again because they just saved an endangered species it's never that It's always water quality, animal abuse, malnourished, whatever. It constantly comes up. And sometimes I wonder, like, are they targeting marine land with these investigations? Is it just like a witch hunt or is it really that bad? And while I don't know the answer, the last time I was at marine land, it was no different than when I was a five-year-old at marine land like 40 years ago. It's not good. They aren't even really upgrading it that much. So maybe they should shut it down. Put up a golf course or something. Uh, No doubt while you were in Niagara, you could see America, but you couldn't go to America. Uh, That's right. I could see it. Couldn't get to it. There was an announcement about this yesterday. The Canadian government has announced that as of August the 9th, fully vaccinated U.S. citizens and permanent residents can come to Canada without having to quarantine for 14 days. Mm. International travelers, not until September the 7th. All travelers will still be required to submit a negative COVID test and proof of vaccination prior to arrival by way of the Arrive Can app. So a couple of things on this. I mean, they're really just uh, trying to appease the naysayers, the COVID zero folks, by requiring a test. Because a lot can happen between when you get the test and when you get to the border. Unless you are going into some perfectly isolated area to get tested and you don't go anywhere before you get to the border, that test is basically useless. It's a tax because you got to pay for it to get it done. And it's really doing nothing to stop the spread. It's not an effective tool. As far as uh, eliminating the 14-day quarantine, okay, that's a contentious issue. I understand. I don't know why we're waiting till August the 9th. 80% of Ontario is vaccinated now. 80% vaccinated with at least one dose. Uh, Second shots, we're going to be at 60% by the end of the month. It's really, really good. We're doing great on vaccines. I just don't know when can we go there because that's the one thing we haven't heard yet. And that's got some people speculating that the U.S. doesn't want us to come down there. Uh, That would be interesting because they're... 
cases are surging in more parts than ours are. I mean, you mentioned it. We're doing great vaccination-wise. They're not doing as good vaccination-wise. Their cases were lower than ours for a while, but they're surging in some spots. So I'm not sure who should be more scared of that, right, of the, of the mingling of the countries. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think that we have more to lose here. I mean, down there, they're open, and that's good, but they're a li- well, they're very divided down there. There's those who are pro-vaccine and those who are not pro-vaccine. And part of the problem here is that it's certain states with a low vaccination rate and those states are seeing a spike. Vaccines work, everybody. They really, really do. This COVID vaccine has been a real game changer for us. Um, When it comes to us going down there, I don't know what the risk would be, but I have a slightly different take on it. I think the Americans are probably pissed at how slow we're going. They've wanted that border reopened for a long time now. And once again, our government just gets dragged, kicking and screaming the whole time, any time there's public pressure to make things easier on people. The fact that you can fly to the U.S. but not drive, it's hypocritical. It's not doing anything to stop the spread. It's all political. So I have a feeling, just a theory, that the Americans are a little pissed that we're waiting till August the 9th. I think they wanted this done soon, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if Biden flips Justin the bird and says, fuck you, uh, Canadians can come to America anytime they want now. Wouldn't surprise me at all if they open up the border to us long before we open up the border to them. So I'm curious to see how it goes down. And you're in an interesting spot because you have a child that's going to be going to school in September. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's hope so. <laughs> Did you read the report from Ontario's science advisory table? Uh, no, I didn't read read a report at this point. I'm um, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I get that the government's trying to put a spin on this. But really, if you read between the lines, it's a giant fuck you to the government. Ontario, let me read you the story. Ontario's science advisory table says the physical emotional and developmental health of children was deeply impacted by the COVID pandemic and the restrictions on schools. Yeah. So their recommendation for the coming school year is very, very different from last year. The experts are calling for the return of extracurricular activities, loosening masking requirements, loosening distancing and cohorting requirements when the risk is low. And they say closing schools should only happen in catastrophic scenarios. Well, that's a far cry from what the fuck we just went through, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they I'm, were closed I mean, more than they were open. Yeah, yep. I'm here for. I'm here for that report. That's a good one. Hopefully, they go along with it. The British government has raised a few eyebrows, and some again, people are. Some people will love this, and some people will hate it. The UK government says. Youth with certain disabilities or who are immunosuppressed are still eligible to be vaccinated. However, the British government has decided not to vaccinate kids 18 and under. Hmm. Britain's national vaccine panel, their version of NASI, says the health benefits of universal vaccination do not outweigh the risks for most young people who typically suffer only mild symptoms from COVID. I'm not crazy. I mean, we're flipping out, racing to get kids done before the start of the school year. The risk hasn't changed. It still does, even if kids do get it, in the vast majority of cases, have almost no effect on them. They're either asymptomatic or it's more of a nuisance than being sick. I don't know why we got so far off the path here. I mean, we could have had most of Ontario done 
if we'd waited to do the the 12 to 18 year olds. But this is our national vaccine panel that says, no, 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 got to do the kids. All right, we are, but it might not even be necessary. It certainly isn't in the UK. Who's going to stop giving vaccines to kids under 18? Yeah, it's interesting. How did the science get so split? I, I, I don't know. and But every we have to remember every country does function differently. And their school years, are, we, we don't all line up, right? Our, our seasons don't all line up. So maybe they're making that in advance of what we of a decision we would have made or vice versa they that we make a decision first and then other countries might follow just based on their own status and where they're at because every country is so different and that's the truth the way that they function is going to be different slightly maybe but enough that it changes the way that the that it works in terms of the virus and how that it gets impacted by it uh, quickly, a couple of other things. Britney Spears is becoming much more confident with her new lawyer, isn't she? Yeah, it seems so. She's outspoken now, and that's good, I think. That's good. It's good to hear from her, because I bet you that's really good for her mentally. She used to just post these videos of her dancing around her living room and completely ignore any questions about her being okay. But now that she's finally spoken, what a difference. I mean, not only is she naming names, she's blasting her little sister now at this point and her dad constantly <laughs> so we we don't have to wonder where she's at and i think for fans that's kind of a sigh of relief like we knew it and now we know that you're in good hands with this lawyer that you've hired who says that he's going to be i mean this guy seems pretty legit by the way um but he's going to be moving ex- expeditiously uh, against uh, her dad so he He loves the Free Britney movement. You can absolutely tell because he'll take time to talk to everybody outside the courtroom. And he was in the courtroom yesterday. And similarly, he told them all that he's very happy that they're there and the support means everything to her. So I know it's good. I once again want to thank Britney Spears for her courage and for her strength. And I also want to thank Britney Spears fans and supporters. Outreach and support for my firm, myself, and most importantly, Britney has truly been overwhelming. Finally, my firm and I are moving aggressively and expeditiously to file a petition to remove Jamie Spears unless he resigns first. Yeah, I'm happy for Brittany. She seems to be finding herself now, which is great. Uh, Bachelorette was on last night. Just a quick update. Nothing. It's goddamn ridiculous. It's a horrible television show, everybody, and I think I'm going to check out. I think I am because I watched it last night and she one guy got a second one on one and then the other guys were upset because they didn't have one. And I'm thinking, who the fuck are you people like this is just getting ridiculous at this point. And I'm sorry, but Katie is not a good bachelorette. I I told you, man, we already know the ending. I know. You know who she ends up with. And I don't understand that either because he's a big – I don't want to say anything in particular in case we have to have him on the show or something. (laughs) But nonetheless, he's not great either. So, I mean, it's just sort of the cherry on a shit Sunday. This whole season is going to be a write-off, and it really does make a difference not having Chris Harrison there to at least navigate you through the really mundane moments. they got to find a way to bring that kid back or get a host of some kind in there because this is a mess. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A new poll finds that a lot of people are having sex on public transit. On public All forms of public transit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's gross. If you uh, happen to be familiar with The Vacationer, every year, I mean, throughout the year, they talk about different vacation destinations. It's a popular publication, but they do their sex travel summary every year. And here's what they found out. 11.6% have joined the Mile High Club and done it on a plane. So what I'm wondering is, for the 11.6% that have done it on a plane, did you do it? Or was it just like a hand job? Or what the fuck did you do? Because it's not easy to do it on a plane unless you're flying private. (laughs) You want details, yeah. How the fuck? Did you like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then a few minutes later, your partner thinks, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom too. And you do it in that gross lavatory? (laughs) Who wants to pull their dick out in that? Honestly, that lavatory, that whole area, nothing turns me off more. Like, put me in there, and there's no fucking way my pants are coming off. Unless I got to really, really pee badly. Like, that's the only reason. And the stuff that you see, I remember hearing from a flight attendant, a friend of mine, years ago, on this exact subject. And the question was brought up, hey, have you ever uh, joined the Mile High Club? You know, you're in a plane all the time. There must have been plenty of circumstances where you could have done it. Her answer was, if you saw what I've seen happening in that bathroom and around that bathroom you would never get naked in that bathroom. No. So that's enough for me. Like, I I, I just see planes, and I think, gross, gross, gross germs. Get me off this thing as quick as humanly possible. Just get me mm. to my destination and let me get off. I don't even like going when I have to go pee. That's why you, on most flights, I'll avoid drinking, unless I'm going to Vegas, because I'm like, fucking right. Here we go. But otherwise, I will wait until I land, sir. I, I would like to avoid that bathroom as much as possible. So having sex in it, I mean, no, no thanks. Yeah, have a little respect for your privates, everybody. That's fucking gross. Now, it's a little different if you're up in, like, first class or something like that, or if you've got a fairly empty flight and the flight attendants aren't doing a lot of trips up and down the aisle. Uh, you know what? That's why they have the blanket there. That blanket is specifically for hand jobs and things like that. That's what it's there for, right? That's why they're so stiff. Right. You you put it over your lap, and then you go ahead and have at it, do whatever the fuck you want. That's pretty, why they put the blanket there is for sure, sex. Yeah, pretty sure you could snap most of those in half. That's because they've been they – if someone came all over it before you got it, just Covered so you know. Covered semen. Covered. Covered. A little under 10% say they got naughty on a train or on a subway. All right, let's draw a distinction here between the train and the subway. The only thing they have in common is they both go on tracks. Subway, mass transportation, designed to go quick and get you from A to B fairly cheaply. That's very, very different from a train. A train, you're going to a destination. Mm -hmm. If I jump on a via train to Ottawa, I know I've got about four and a half to five and a half hours of just chill time to look at the scenery. And if I have to sneak off to the bathroom or into an unoccupied car and bang somebody, you can do that. You can't do that on a subway. That's fucking gross. It's another spot that's too gross for me. Like, trains can be sexy. I can get that. I can understand that. Certain scenarios, a train could be a good place. Fine. Great. Subways? Are you kidding me? Oh, they're just riddled with germs. I don't yep. understand. 8% have messed around on the bus. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. Again, I mean, 
it's kind of gross. I'll be honest with you. It's gross. I don't know why you would want to fuck around with somebody on a bus. Wait till the bus stops and get a hotel room like an adult. I mean, messing around on a bus is, uh, I don't even know how you do it, to be honest with you. Like, with any sort of a, a sexy feeling. Like, unless it's like, you get the word, I'm ovulating. Okay, fuck it. We're on a bus, but we're doing this. No. We're trying to get pregnant. No. If it's that, I totally understand. No, you You've shouldn't. got a job to do. No, you shouldn't understand. You're still going to be ovulating when you get off the fucking bus. Ovulation Cat- doesn't happen in a second. Ovulation is a matter of literally days. Yes, but <laughs> you're you get- fine to get off the bus. Okay, but I mean, if you gotta, maybe you do it once on the bus, and then when you stop, you're good to go again. Who knows how it works? Either way, if you have a good excuse, it's a, an emergency situation. Like, oh, fucking ovulation time. Let's go. All right, fine. Any other time, it's not okay. You know what would be an interesting survey that probably maybe exists, but it's so fucking gross to think about is all those things you mentioned. Like, I would like to see the masturbation survey. Like, because you need two to tango here. We're talking about scenarios where you've gotten lucky with someone else on a plane, train, car, on a box with a fox, <laughs> whatever it <laughs> might be, right? All this, all this shit. But how many times has someone fucking masturbated on the subway? How many, like lots, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking right. All Gross. you have to do is ask somebody on a, a bus driver, how many times have you seen someone whack off on a bus? Probably many times. Like that's, and then that makes you think about, do you want to have sex at a place where someone just probably jacked off on a seat somewhere when, a, when someone wasn't paying attention? It's fucking gross, guys. Real gross. 6% have done it on a ferry or water taxi. Oh. I mean, some of those ferry rides can be a long time. If you're going from, like, I don't yeah. know, Nova Scotia to Newfoundland, okay, yeah, that's a long ride. You know if what? you're going Nova Scotia to Maine, yeah, I get it. I give that a pass, especially if you're staying in your own vehicle. Like, yeah. it's not like you need to worry about anybody, A, well, you might have to worry about people seeing you, but at least you won't have to worry about, you know, sitting your ass down somewhere where a million other people have sat their ass down. Um, th- there's that, right? Eh. There is that. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You're right. We give that one a pass. Last on the list, and I actually thought it would be higher just because of the, we do this a lot more often than we fly or take the subway or whatever. Uh about 6% have defiled someone in a ride share, like an Uber, or a taxi. Yeah. Do they- Again, though, you're not fucking in a taxi. Like, the driver is right there. But hang on, though. How many times do you think it's happened, though? Let's put yourself in that scenario. So uh, a taxi driver is driving, notices it starts to happen in the back seat because these, these horny little fucks can't wait until they're stopped, okay? So they start getting it on in the back seat. Absolutely, the majority of drivers would be like, ah, 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 come on, you know, save it for when I drop you off, right? Like, we know it's life, it happens. Save it for when I drop you off. How many will just be like, mm, I'm going to let this one go just because I've got a good front row seat here to this, so I'm going to watch it happen. I bet you it happens more often than you think. It probably does. Now, what's not included in this, it says a rideshare or a taxi, is I'm wondering if limos fall in there. I think most people who have ever been in a limo have probably had some sort of uh, romantic encounter in a limo. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Somebody else is driving. You got that little privacy partition. Go ahead. Fuck. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, that's probably very common. (laughs) I shouldn't say that, actually, because there's a couple limo drivers that listen to this podcast regularly, and they probably have to clean that shit up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Uh, One more thing I want to mention here. Uh, Just because it got some reaction from police officers this morning on our FM radio show. We're on 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener Monday through Friday. Well, just not Mondays in the summer. 
But we're on 5.30 till 9.30 Eastern time, if you ever want to listen to that FM show. So one of the things that drives me crazy is when people do something illegal that draws attention to the fact that they're doing something even worse illegal. And a cop texted in, and I'll tell you what he said right after I tell you the story. This happened in Cambridge, Ontario. A guy was at a restaurant on Saturday. This is on Holiday Inn Drive. And the staff, for whatever reason, asked the guy to leave. He wouldn't leave. So they said, fuck it. We're calling the cops then. Police showed up. They're like, buddy, they asked you to leave. Get out of here. Apparently, the cops had to ask him multiple times to leave. And he said, nope, I'm staying here. Fuck this and fuck you. I'm not going anywhere. So finally, the cops had enough. They're just This guy was just wasting everyone's time. He'd been asked to leave. He was then trespassing. So they had every right to arrest him. Now, you'd think that if you had a prohibited knife and $13,500 worth of meth and fentanyl on you, you'd be on your best behavior around a cop who's asking you nicely to leave. Wow. He's not charging you. He's not arresting you. He's just saying, get out of here. Nope. This guy was so fucking dumb with an illegal weapon and a ton of drugs on him that he got himself arrested. And of course, when you get arrested, the police search you. And they found all of it. So now this guy's facing a shit ton of charges. What do we got here? Uh, possession for the purpose of trafficking. Possession. Unauthorized possession of a weapon. Breach of probation. Oh, look at this. This dumb fuck Holy was on probation shit. as well. Holy shit. What an idiot. Failing to leave a premises when directed and more. How could all of this been avoided? Well, you could have not been a drug dealer. That's the first one. You could have not been carrying an illegal weapon. Uh, and and if you were going to do all those things anyway, don't get into a perfectly reasonable encounter with the cops. So a cop texted us after we told that story on our show this morning. And he said, it's kind of funny people that are that dumb because people will accuse cops of planting evidence because they just cannot believe that a criminal would be that fucking dumb. Yeah. I wonder, like, deep-rooted mentally, if some of those people... Was this guy jailed for this? Yeah, he was held for bail because he was on probation when yeah. he did it. So, like, I don't know. Part of me always wonders when I hear stories like this. Like, you're either so stupid that this happened, um, or do you actually kind of want to get caught? Like, in this particular scenario, it seems like maybe deep down he wanted to get caught because he's not sure how else to live. You know, some people I really think are that far down. They're just, they want to go back to the bin because yeah. they, they know how to interact there. Yeah. They know what to expect. They're, They're fed. They, they right? get fed. Yeah. They're fed. They have friends. They, uh, that's just the lifestyle that they, they don't understand how else to live. So they're almost begging to get caught. And, and again, maybe this guy, that's not the case. This guy's just that stupid. But sometimes I wonder, and I'm sure police officers could, could pinpoint those people. They're like, here we go. He was released uh, a month ago, and here we go again. We're arresting his ass, and we got to send him back to jail. And it's like clockwork, you know? Yeah, those are the criminals that wish the judges would issue harsher sentences. Yeah. Judge, you're making it very, very inconvenient for me. They keep taking me out of jail, and I'm just trying to get back in. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Either way, this guy's an idiot. Have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday, everybody. The uh, Wednesday edition of After 9 will be out in roughly 24 hours, and we will talk to you then. Well, guys, the Olympics are almost here, and the athletes uh, in the Olympic Village are sleeping on beds made of cardboard. And some people think that they're meant to discourage any intimacy. 
That's nice. You finally reach your Olympic dreams and have to sleep on an Amazon box. During his weekly address, Pope Francis urged people to learn how to take a break and turn off their phones. Then the Pope ended his address by saying, that's my sermon. Be sure to smash that like button and subscribe. In a new interview ahead of his spaceflight, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos said that he'd been dreaming about this for his whole life. Of course, in his dream, he ejects from the rocket and then it crashes into an independent bookstore. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it.